Welcome to the Apple Insider Daily Podcast for Tuesday, May 30th, 2023. I'm Charles Martin, and we begin today with Apple TV Plus Downtime. On Tuesday, users began reporting issues with the Apple TV Plus service, Apple TV channels, and iTunes Match, with intermittent issues in loading content. The problems appear to have started around 5 p.m. Eastern, with Apple acknowledging the issue after about 10 minutes. Unusually for this sort of outage, reports of problems were noted all around the world, suggesting that it could have been an Akamai backbone issue or general Apple service issue rather than the fault of any particular server. As of 6.50 p.m. Eastern Time, Apple's system status page showed all outages as resolved. Speaking of problems, security researchers at Microsoft have found an exploit in macOS dubbed Migraine that could be used to completely bypass system integrity protection. The flaw could conceivably allow even a remote attacker, rather than someone with physical access to the machine, to operate as a root user. For anyone running recent versions of macOS, the problem was reported to Apple previously, fixed, and patched in software updates released earlier this month. If your Mac is running a version of the OS old enough that it no longer receives security updates, this is pretty strong motivation to replace the device, or at least to take it off the Internet if you must continue using it. Turning to WWDC news, Display analyst Ross Young now claims to have the specs for the high-quality screens said to be used in Apple's forthcoming extended reality headset. Young reveals that the headset will use two micro OLED screens inside the device, one for each of the wearer's eyes that are 1.4 inches in diagonal measure. The interesting specs Young is claiming are actually the contrast and peak brightness of the screens, which far surpass the current specs of existing VR headsets. Young says Apple is, quote, targeting, unquote, a contrast ratio of 4,000 to 1 and a peak brightness of over 5,000 nits. For comparison, Sony's PlayStation VR 2 offers two OLED screens with a peak brightness of 265 nits, while the MetaQuest 2 uses a fast-switch LCD screen with a peak brightness of 100 nits. The current iPhone 14 Pro has a peak brightness of about 2,000 nits, Though, of course, in typical use, any device like this runs mostly far lower brightness levels on average. The reason for the insanely high brightness ratio in Apple's headset may be due to the devices allowing for, and thus having to compete with, natural sunlight and still remain visible to the wearer, suggesting some level of translucency. For reference, those LED-illuminated billboards you may see while driving have roughly the same peak brightness level. In international news, India's Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology recently ordered Apple to remove gaming and betting apps from the Indian edition of the App Store that have previously been banned by the regulator. But thus far, Apple has only partially complied, demanding that the regulator provide, quote, a concrete reason or a legal requirement, unquote, saying it cannot arbitrarily take down specific betting or gaming apps that are valid and legal in other geographies. The overly broad wording of the order seems to be at the heart of the dispute, as it bars apps that may, quote, threaten the sovereignty or integrity of the country, unquote. But as Apple points out, the connection between a betting app and India's sovereignty is at best murky. 
At least one betting website, Betfair, also defied the order based on the vagueness of the language and has thus far been allowed to continue operating. In a surprise move, the Apple Music Classical app has launched on Android, ahead of expected versions for the iPad and Mac. Up until today, the app was only available in iPhone form, though it could also be run on iPads blown up. The app on Android devices is functionally identical to the iPhone version, offering specialized search criteria unique to the classical and related genres, such as searching by opus, orchestra, featured instrument, conductor, and more. The music is offered in lossless format with spatial audio as an option for some selections. The release on Android could be setting the stage for forthcoming announcements about other Apple versions and perhaps beyond just the Apple and Android platforms. Android users who wish to use the app must already be subscribers to Apple Music, which costs as little as $5 per month. The full Apple Music app is also available to Android users. For Apple Watch owners, Apple has released a further update to watchOS following the recent release of version 9.5. The supplementary update, numbered as 9.5.1, contains additional bug fixes and possibly security enhancements, though Apple has not, as of today, released the details of the update. Users can update their watch by opening the watch app on their iPhone and tapping on General and then Software Update. The watch itself must have at least a 50% power level as well as being connected to its charger and remain within range of the associated iPhone. An automatic update will occur within a few days while the watch is on its charger if the user takes no proactive steps. Speaking of the Apple Watch, and finally for today, a cautionary tale about quote-free, unquote, Apple Watch promos offered by some U.S. carriers. A woman who posts videos on TikTok under the name Megan Mock took to the service to complain about a Verizon store that offered her and her family two, quote, free, unquote, Apple Watch SEs as a promotional offer when the family upgraded their old phones to new models. The family were repeatedly reassured that the watch models were not cellular versions, but remained suspicious of the offer. When Megan opted to give one of the two watches away, she again checked with the store to ensure that there were no strings attached to the devices and was told that there were none. Shortly afterwards, Meg's mother noticed a price increase in the monthly bill, but the store said this was due to the phone upgrades and would decrease when the phones were paid off. Not long after, the family received a separate $600 bill and when confronting the original store, discovered that the two SEs were in fact cellular models. At this point, the family went to another Verizon outlet, and the staff there agreed that the deal's cost didn't add up if the two watches were included free of charge. It's unclear if Meg's family has gotten an agreeable resolution to the dispute yet, but the story serves as a warning that some free promotions involving cell phone plan upgrades or renewals may have hidden and ongoing costs. So be sure to check your contract and ask about any possible costs down the line for any quote free unquote bonuses. You can hear more news and analysis from Apple Insider on the weekly Apple Insider podcast every Friday, as well as our HomeKit Insider podcast that's out every Monday. Links to both shows are in the notes for this one. If you'd like to support the Apple Insider daily podcast, we are now accepting sponsorships. Contact information is now provided in the show notes for this podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm Charles Martin, and this has been the Apple Insider Daily Podcast for Tuesday, May 30th, 2023.